We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, Tommy Boy hangs him up for good, supposedly. The Broncos sell the farm for a new coach, and the Chiefs' defense is peaking at the right time. Special guests include Josh Klingler at 1230. Now two guys still waiting for an invite to one of those Super Bowl parties down in Phoenix. Cody Tapp and Alex Gold. I mean, are we going to get any invites? We have we have a few things lined up. We we got to get kind of basically like okay. It's one of those. Where that you, sounds kind of you, vague. Well, you can a RS- few things lined up. Well, yeah, you can. That's what, like a guy who claims to be working in Hollywood says. You can hadn't had a gig in weeks. Well, Cody's in the <laughs> months, years. Cody's in the same boat. Uh, we all three of us are in the same boat. Like you can RSVP for certain things, and then you still have to get approved for it. Yeah, that's yeah. where we're at. Looking for invites. Like Still we, we, open. I to think all there's a Gatorade. The like there's a Gatorade party. All three of us are potentially going to, but it's not confirmed. There's an SI party on that Saturday night. That's something we're working on. Something we're working on. That's exactly what it is. That's what's what going on. What do you mean on. by working on it? You have to get approved. <laughs> basically, you can say you're interested, and then they're like, "No, nah, you're not important enough. Get out." Basically, is what happens. Do you think they just Google you? Yeah, they're like, "Oh, you did Alex the school. You did the Creed Humphrey stuff. You guys are in." You did the Creed is good, you're in. <laughs> I like that that would be the thing. The Creed guys? That's it. Here's the red carpet, sir. <laughs> VIP? Yeah. Something Drinks on like, the house. Something like that. No, other than that, I don't know if you have any other. Nick, do you have the end? We think maybe you got connections out in Arizona. You're clearly the most connected person on this show, and I'm basing that simply on the fact yeah. that your uncle mm-hmm. was sitting next to Travis Kelsey well, last night, side. so I don't well, know what it's like to be from a rich family, some Nick, people, but I bet it's nice. Some people would say Travis Kelsey was sitting next to my uncle, but <laughs> it's neither here nor there. By the way, it looks just like you, just so you know. like the like, Really? I think your uncle, you can totally see the resemblance. It's my dad's I under- brother. I understand. Same hairline, all of it. All yeah, the Schwartz, we do uh, We do have... You run a similar hairline? We, we have nice foreheads. We have nice foreheads. You know, lots of room up there. Uh, you know what they say about big foreheads. You know, we haven't talked a lot about your childhood. How big, big was your How big was your mansion at your Nick house? Nick ran to I lived was in it like a, when I was a kid. No, no, we lived in a two-bedroom off Webster. Shout out Topeka. If anybody's from uh, Topeka, you'll know where Webster's at. Um, mm-hmm. Lived in a little two-bedroom over there. And then uh, we moved out. we moved out north. To uh, a little bigger homestead. How many bedrooms? <laughs> Three. One for my parents. Uh, one for me. Nick, one, and Nick's one for fam- Nick's family cannot walk into anywhere. He, yeah. They can't walk in. Just, they can't go into Jeremiah Bullfrogs or Skinnies. <laughs> yeah, that's those, true. Or or Perupski. Yeah. They can't go in there without yeah. people immediately stopping what they're doing and recognizing. Well, you guys, you know, your uncle with his arm around Kelsey's shoulder. You, last you know, you night. guys give me a hard time, but it really is a burden. It really is a burden. <laughs> this uh-huh. lifestyle, because I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. I I, I also think. Uh, how about Travis Kelsey? Clearly a Jayhawk fan, Nick. Clearly he's rooting for the right team. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, he was clapping for the Hawks after they scored. He was dapping up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In he, the locker room after the game. He went and did his own little layup line. 
after the game, he told them, hey, winning a championship, essentially, you know, that's special, but winning another one, that's even better. You yeah, know, that's what he said. He's setting them up. He's setting them up. Wow. I love it. And he said, talking here, about both himself and yeah. the Jayhawks. Yeah, and then he said, at and then the he said, same time. and then he said, hear me loud and hear me clear. I am a Jayhawk at heart. I hate <laughs> I Missouri and Kansas anything. State. He said it. Yep, he said that. Do you have that on video? Or? No, I don't. But again, going back, to, right yeah, going back to the connections, my sources, and I can't really reveal my sources, but let's just say <laughs> I had somebody in the building last also, night. Also, real quick, I don't know why you didn't have your uncle. You know, we, we tried to get you to send a text to your uncle. I mean, you could have got Travis to call into the show, find out how much he liked the wheel and the hawk last night because he was bo- at both of those venues uh, off of campus there. Find out what he thought of uh, – what he thought of Lawrence. I'm waiting. You, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you're working on it. He'll be calling in at some point today. Yeah, I think he stayed the night. I think he kind of did it big last night. I would night. hope he stayed the night considering what his events were after the game. Yes, I would hope that was the case as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Painted the town red and gold, if you know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> those uh, are the Chiefs colors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Thank you, Nick. Mm-hmm. We gathered. Thanks for, for the clarity on, on, on all of that. The news this morning, Nick, I think, is the first one that notified me of, as a matter of fact, because I, I had just fairly, I had woken up maybe 10 minutes before that, and Nick said, big news, big content day. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Of course, I hop on Twitter immediately, because that's usually one of the first things I do, and right away I see a video of Tom Brady. And this go-around, I actually believe Tom Brady said, you know what, he's retiring. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. So Tommy getting emotional at the end, announcing his retirement, and I know he announced the same thing a year ago to this day. Now that was a like. I like a, that he chose exactly one year later. Yeah, and that was more than the video. That was the you know long paragraph essay if you will of him speaking and as he said you only get to do that once and you kind of I think he's right I, I, I think he's correct I also believe him this time around I, I really I'm surprised do. That, that you said that because like I think we had this conversation like three weeks <laughs> ago and you're like I'm not gonna buy it just if he says he's retiring is it the way he said it well, to I, don't, you? I, didn't, I didn't buy Gronk I said Gronk I has to go through an entire season I'm surprised he's retiring I'll give you like that that I'm flat out surprised uh, as far as like the video and all that I I believe what he's saying and I believe that this time around he's done but yeah I I didn't expect him to retire. I said, oh, he's not going to go out like that. He's not going to finish in Tampa. He's going to go, you know, a lot of people thought the Raiders or wherever, and he would play one more year or so. So, yeah, I'm surprised by the news, but you heard how emotionally was at the end. I believe him, but it's, you know, everybody's got their own family stuff they got to deal with. We all know his became very public with his divorce of Giselle, but that and that was part reportedly of the reason for the divorce. And so that, that was another reason why I believed he would stay like, all right, you already unfortunately had some of the consequences of, of, of coming back to play. And he didn't want to leave his and, team, even though in the middle of training camp, he had to leave them for a little bit while he went through the divorce stuff. Right. And so I thought, oh, right, well now that, I mean, that already happened. Like, why not play for another year? But he, he ultimately has decided to retire at the age of 45 and, of course, is the greatest quarterback of all time in the NFL. And, and obviously good, good for him and 
probably going to be in the Fox broadcast booth very, very soon. Heck, it wouldn't surprise me if Fox tries to find a way to get him involved in the Super Bowl coverage with the Chiefs and Eagles next week. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't shock me. Now, he could have done that if he was an active player, too. You know how that works. But, again, I I think it's fairly obvious at this point that he's serious about it, that this is it. And I know that I'd said, hey, you know, you can't really retire twice. Oh, you know, Michael Jordan retired twice. I'm like, I get it. I'm not saying it's never happened. You know, it's, you know, like someone's going to say, like a year from now, some quarterback's going to get hurt in the middle of the season, (laughs) and the first name that is going to come out of anyone's mouth is Tom Brady. I understand, but he's 45 years old, and I think that he's done. Like, I think this is it. I think it's the end of the Tom Brady run, and we can finally put to bed what has obviously been the greatest career in NFL history. He has more Super Bowl rings than any other single franchise does. Nuts. Partially because he gave six to the Patriots. They had zero outside of that. And he's got one more with Tampa Bay. So he's got more than any other franchise has ever managed to even put together in their entire long, drawn-out histories. But he went out like a lot of guys do. It's hard. The, the lesson for all of this is like, it's always hard to go out like that way. Nobody ever wants to go out like that. Everybody always thinks that they can just go out and, you know, they'll get a couple more years in and this will be the one. And instead he went out eight and nine looking like garbage team. Like, and look, it wasn't all his fault. I'll say he, he looked more like his age this year, but he wasn't trash no, or anything no. like that. He was still like, but he was just like the 15th best quarterback. And honestly, when you like the same thing as like Jordan, I'm pretty sure that Jordan at 42 could go out there and still score like 22 points a game. But that's not why you're Michael Jordan. You don't go out there to score 18 and contribute four rebounds and three assists. You're not an NBA role player. You're the single greatest NFL player ever. You don't show up in the building to be a 500 team, being the 15th best quarterback, going out in the first round of the playoffs. And that's back-to-back years, right, where it just didn't feel like it was the same. Like, you were, you were trying to get one more. You were trying sure. to get to eight, and I respect the hell out of that. It's just hard because you were already at seven. It felt like you had semi-buried the number and just still went out chasing for it. Are you more likely to see 80 for Brady now? Is that That's the big news. No, <laughs> no. No, I'd rather go you see know, what was the movie, the, the Cocaine Bear or whatever that you were trying to Cocaine try- Bear. Yeah, that, I'd rather see. I can't see believe the- you guys don't want to see I'd Cocaine rather, Bear. Well, I'd rather see that than 80 for Brady, yes. I got no What shortage. does better in the box office? 80 for Brady is going to d- destroy Cocaine Bear. I think Cocaine Bear will win. I think 80 for Brady will. Those, there's a, there's going to be a bunch of like 50-plus-year-old women that are going to go see 80 for Brady. Yeah, probably. Don't you I think? Mean, it's got like every... Every it like, fits. Well, I'm like 80 year old women, like the the three I'm female stars nice. in that was, was 50 plus. Well, I'm yeah. just saying, like I think you know, like I think it extends uh, ages up a little bit. I, uh, I I had no shortage of five DMs from people to be like, let's do this, let's go see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> so I mean, I am, and the text line, as you saw, was 70 percent in favor, 80 percent in favor of seeing uh-huh. it. I think you guys are in the minority on the cocaine bear front. It has to be uh, for, for Brady. I mean, when you play as long as he did in the league and have that kind of success, like the, we, we hear all the time about athletes that even had just, let's say, Cody, a six-year career, that adjustment uh, post-playing career. Now, for him, he's going to be very fortunate that he's going to land into a broadcast gig immediately, so he'll still be around. With a half a billion he'll, dollars or whatever? Yeah, he'll, yeah with, with $380 million is yeah, what the, the, like the contract that he's going to get for Fox, and, and we'll find out ultimately what how that all looks, but – the adjustment he at least will be around the game but that still has to be the weirdest feeling everybody at some point in time if they're fortunate enough they get the ability to to retire and 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 hopefully are set but like he's 40 you know 45 years old it's been his entire identity since he was like 18 well probably like 12 in his case or 10 right so it's like that i mean look 
I know he's filthy rich. The guy's dated supermodels, been married to one. Like, probably keep dating supermodels. I, why not? <laughs> why, I'm sure, why not? I assume um, that, that trend line will um, continue. Like, it still has to be a weird, like, tough slash weird just to to then not have that part of your life anymore. I mean, that's there's like that's that's a that's a weird adjustment that I can't even imagine. But yes, what makes it a little bit easier? You know, you're the best quarterback and best player in NFL history, and you're worth an insane amount of money, and you're about to make an insane amount of money not having to get hit anymore. And you're still only 45. Yeah, you're old in football world, but he's only 45 years old. There's there's a lot of life uh, that he gets to enjoy being filthy rich going forward. Only team he finished with a below 500 record against? Oh, yes. The Kansas City Chiefs. I wish he had one more loss uh, against them. I wish he had just one more of those. That uh, would have been pretty cool. That would have been nice, you know? Thinking of that, at that time of the Super Bowl when Mahomes and Brady were playing each other, we had a ton of conversation about, man, if Mahomes gets the Super Bowl win over Brady, does that set the path where you, you can, can have a real him. conversation about whether or not Mahomes could ever catch Tom Brady. I thought we made an agreement. We made a pact after that game and say, we can't, we cannot bring it up until Mahomes gets a couple of rings to where we can even have that conversation. Cause the door was slammed shut after losing to Brady. I thought that was the deal. And now you're, I, I know uh -huh. we, we talked right before the show and you said, wait, 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 we gotta, we gotta have this it's, conversation. It's the way that everyone's just been like, Oh, you know, it was Tom Brady's the greatest ever. And he's never being caught. Oh, hold on. Oh, I am not willing to just bury that is a 0% likelihood. No mm. way. No mm. chance. What percent would you put it at? Honestly, if Look, we're being honest. It's still low. 5%? Uh, He's Patrick Mahomes. 15 oh, even. Maybe that's the number I should have said. <laughs> okay. 10%. I think it's a 5 or 10% chance. There's 5 or 10% chance. There's, there is still... To me, a likelihood that Patrick can do it because and look, catch him in the number, the sheer number of Super Bowl rings. No, seven. I don't think he's getting to seven. That's a ridiculous number. That number is going to be almost impossible to catch. Similar to Bill Russell's ten, right? We don't have the conversation around Bill Russell and the biggest number and the other guys are right and LeBron or Michael Jordan sure. or any of the things that come with it. In other sports, the sheer number isn't necessarily right. It. Now, Bill Russell and LeBron James weren't playing on the, at the same time. I mean, Tom Brady and Mahomes have been playing they're the last five year seven crossover. years. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the way they're going to, yeah, in the end, it'll have like a five-year playing crossover. But when you look at the way this works is, is if Patrick Mahomes gets to, I think, minimum four and more realistically five, then you get to have the Jordan versus LeBron debate. You just do. Here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback who has ever played sure. the position Fine. in Agreed. the history of the sport. Mm -hmm. He also, in addition to that, because you might've said that, someone might've said that about Aaron Rodgers at some point. Mm -hmm. In addition to being the most talented player to ever play this sport, he also happens to be one of the sport's greatest winners. All he does is win. He's doing unprecedented things in that regard. He's got two MVPs. He's played five straight AFC title games. And if he gets this Super Bowl in a week and a half, He'll have two Super Bowls by the time he's 27. Tom Brady had three Super Bowls in his 20s. He had three more in his 30s. Or, uh, no, sorry, two more in his 30s and two more in his 40s. So, Mahomes isn't even that far off he the pace. I mean, but he has to win he has, this one. He has to win in two weeks I understand. in two Sundays. He, Otherwise, you're going to have to like roll off some unprecedented number in a row, you, which is probably unlikely. Because Brady went to 10 Super Bowls, correct? 1-7, is that yeah. right? Went to 10, 1-7. Mahomes is going to his third. If he has three and he's one and two in them, I mean, I, I don't I don't see the path at that point, Cody. Now, if he gets his second Super Bowl win, 
and three tries, and he's 27 years old. He at least is pacing where he needs to be. This is why that game against the Bucks is such a killer, because otherwise <laughs> we'd be talking about potentially and going like, for I a third. And, like, I know that you've said, like, the head-to-head is always good. But, like, I, it's I do one think that hurts. game, dude. It's I, I, one game. Cody, but it's And then playing against each other, Bowl, and, like, though. one team clearly uh, had the better roster, and there's a million we, other, like, we've seen, he didn't just, like, outplay I, Mahomes. His team was ruined. It got wrecked. I get it, but if, it, if we fast-forward 10-plus years from now – and Mahomes is 37 going on 40, and Mahomes has all even beat, let, let's say, four rings, by the way, which is a big if still. Like, as much as we want to play, that's still, that's, that's still three more rings that he has right now. So, let's say he gets to four, and one guy's got seven and beat him head-to-head. Like, you can't, to me, no, the conversation doesn't happen. As much as we're going to talk about him being the, the second-best quarterback of all time, because that that's very real, of course, but, like, yeah. You, if it's five to seven and you lost head to head, like what's the argument though? Super Bowls. It's one game. That's the argument. He lost Super Bowls, but not to the Tom Brady didn't lose to a guy that is going to be who you're actually going to be comparing him to. That's the problem. To me, it's to me, it's it's one game, man. We might be talking about careers that are like in Tom Brady's case, he played for twenty years. You know, Patrick Mahomes fifteen or twenty years, like. I got way more evidence than one game amongst 400. Then it needs to be six to seven. Then Mahomes needs six rings then, Cody. Because you I, can't tell me there's a two-ring two gap. Oh, yeah. By I the way, it, five rings is absolutely insane. Okay. make him the second if, most if, of all time. Let's be. Let's just be honest with all of ourselves right now. If Mahomes ends up with four rings, that is okay. nuts. Like, be the if, he ends up with, if he ends up with four, that's nuts. What would? By the way, what is the number you would lock in that you wouldn't Ooh. let him play out the rest of his career? Oh, like it's that, not two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not two. We know it's not two. He's like he's getting ready to play in a game for four, a chance at two. Four. Oh, wow. So you wouldn't lock in three? Four. No. Three I, would make him one of five I, quarterbacks of all Cody, time with three. He might win his second next week. I know. So, no. It's, it's, I'm you just gotta, You got to tell me four. You're locking in four. If you told me I can Man. guarantee four, but there's no chance of ever getting to five or six, yeah, I would, I would lock that in. But I'm not going to lock in three because he might have two in a week and a half. Look, I know it's, I know it's, a, I know it's a long shot. I understand that even enjoying this conversation is probably <laughs> a bit of a long shot. But I'm telling you, I refuse to bury it. Because Mahomes is still doing, and it's important to note, unprecedented things. Like, when you think about Tom Brady's career, he had two MVPs and three Super Bowls by the time he got into his 30s. That's still on the table for Mahomes. Right, but that means he has, nobody's arguing the pacing. He's going to, if he gets the ring in, in a couple weeks, he will pace where he needs to be. But I'm just telling you that if, he, if Mahomes is retiring at age, let's say, 42, and he has two less rings than Brady, then no, you can't, you, you cannot tell me that he is the GOAT over Brady. I'm sorry. No, I know we're in Kansas City, but no. The only way to even have it is if it's if it's one-off, and then you can give me the argument that, well, the head-to-head doesn't matter. But if it's two-off and that guy has head-to-head on you, then how on earth is it not Brady still? That's all. That, that's, it's ridiculous. I, again, I, this, is, this is probably just like a, the, like a difference in how much we're valuing that one game. Because, like, to me... But I'm telling you, not even if it's one, Cody. Like, if, if, if it's one, you can have... If it's five to seven, it's not just one game. It's no, two. No, Well, I understand, because, like, it's two Super Bowls. Like, yeah, those are deal? separate conversations. To me, it's like five to seven, I think you can have the conversation because somebody might win more championships. It doesn't make them the greater player. But it's... Two more? And in the head-to-head? No. That's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot going for one player over the other. I understand, like, but the, to me, the head to head text line, matter. the text line. I'm with you. Nobody's arguing that Mahomes is not more talented. That's not. That's not no, the conversation. When yeah, I said like, he's the single greatest, the com- he's the most talented quarterback to Every, ever play. Everybody's already saying that. Like, that's like no. Of course, Tom. Like Tom Brady would tell. Like talent, Tom Brady might say that on a broadcast next year. Yeah, like talent wise, yeah, it's already that's already done. But that's not, as we know, whether you disagree, you agree or disagree with how we view legacies of quarterbacks, or you mentioned LeBron and, and MJ. Of course, this one's unique because. We're talking about two guys that actually did play somewhat in the same era. 
there's a crossover here, which actually yeah, but you're saying really like two, two rings is un like if there's two rings is too big of a difference, then LeBron can't be better than Jordan in your mind because there's a lot of people that believe that. Yeah, that's a very common thought, by the way. It's wrong. LeBron James is the single greatest basketball player who's ever played. So clearly, I'm willing to entertain this conversation. And they also didn't play at the same time. The game is different. So like that 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 argument doesn't even fly with the Brady and Mahomes. They both played for seven, you know, for five years in the exact same NFL. Unfortunately, me, we never got to see LeBron and MJ play in the same era of NBA yeah, basketball. That'd fi- be great. But in the five years that they played in the exact same NFL, one guy won. They, they might both win two Super Bowls, right? Tom Brady won two in yeah. the last five years. Yeah, they might but- both win two Super Bowls. I don't care about the, the oh, NFL. So, the, so, so Brady doesn't no, get the ones no. that happened 10 years before. Don't I'm matter just saying, now, all no, we're pretending like the NFL was the same in the early part of Brady. And it wasn't. They played in different eras of the NFL, even though they had I'm some crossover. Good, Brady played I, for so long. Yeah. Their entire careers are not the same era of the NFL, the way you're describing it in the NBA. Am I? Yeah. I just say good luck winning an argument in 20 years. When if Mahomes has five and Brady has seven and lost head to head in a title game and in a Super Bowl, And, well, and I, having think, people, I like, don't think I have to argue anybody in Kansas city. Not in Kansas the city. Whole loser nationally. Yeah. But I'm talking like, like I'm trying to have like a real conversation about how people not, not just in our bubble of Kansas city, like real, not, not a, not a, just a homer take. I understand what people in Kansas city are going to say Mahomes will have three rings let's say and people will say he's better and the best quarterback of all time you you can't have a, a two three or four ring gap and try to make an argument for, for that that's just like since now we're now we're trying to act like we don't value the Super Bowl rings as much like just to make the well, argument we've had this fit. conversation like to me like the head-to-head one you keep it like I know what happened in that game and who the teams were and what the rosters looked like wasn't Mahomes' fault. He didn't lose to Brady. I don't disagree, but again, that's why he needs to then. To your point, then let's get him six, then Cody, and then we then, then we can have. I don't think that's to my point. I'm still fine with five. Mm-hmm. I think I look. We're both setting a different minimum. I think the number, the minimum is five, which means he probably's got to get this one. Yes. You know, for for entertaining all this, in a week and a half, he's going to want to go um, ahead and get that touchdown. Do you get that Super Bowl? Do you buy the the noise around the unis that that could be a good sign? The we saw the Chiefs put out a video that Mahomes is clearly wearing a white unit. We don't know if we're going all white, though. That's their best look. I, it's the cleanest look. It's definitely, like, the cleanest look if they go all white. So we know the Eagles are wearing the green, so the Chiefs are for sure wearing the white tops. We don't know if they're going all white or they're going to go red pants. I, I, I feel like they're probably going to go red pants. I would like them to go all white. My guess is white top, red pants, and that's what they're going to roll with for the Super Bowl as much as I would like. We, we've talked about the uniforms before. Well, they went red top, white pants against the 49ers, right? So, logically, they're just going to do the inverse of that? They don't have that. You know what's funny? It's like we talk about the uniform stuff of the Chiefs. They, they have three combinations. <laughs> like four. White on white, red on red, red on white, and white on red. That's it. Chiefs don't have some other variations. They're not going to throw anything. They're not going to throw a retro at you, right? These are their uniforms. This is what they're rolling with. To me, very simply put, Gold, just as long as it is not red on red, their absolute worst look. I want to make that very – I think that the red on red is their worst look. Just as long as it's not red on red, I'm good here. I'm okay. I would like white on white. But if they go red pants, I'm not going to have a fit. This feels like a comfortable situation for me. Are you, Do you buy into any of the, like, this has any – like, the people who are superstitious <laughs> about the you're like, well, you know, they're, uh, they're Owen, whatever. I'm like, I don't care. It's There's fun no to bring way. Up. It's fun to bring what up, but it doesn't matter. They wear. It's fun to bring up, but no, that will not have any bearing on the game, no. I just want them to look cool doing it if they win the Super Bowl, you know? Which is why I don't want them in the red on red. I don't want to have to look at the photos of them winning the Super Bowl in that. But good news, we don't. He's clearly going with the white uniform top, right? I don't well, know. Like the video. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. That's not the question. Is the pants? We know the white. I mean, if, if if Philly's wearing green and they already put out a video, then the yeah. Chiefs aren't wearing red. 
Philly, that's a good this is a good uniform matchup. From an aesthetics standpoint. You like you like the the dark green or whatever they call it, whatever they call midnight green, whatever they call it. You don't that. like that look for the Eagles? Eh. Eh. Not really. Interesting. Which is your preferred Eagles uniform? Like the Randall Cunningham ones? Not doing that. Wow. The Kelly Green? Those are badass, yeah. Those are clearly badass, but they're not going to do those for the Super Bowl. They want to be in, like, whichever one they, you know, I don't know, whichever one they typically wear during the season. You knew that. The Chiefs are never going to change their uniform, by the way. I've accepted that they are. They're going to Probably apparently not. be the only NFL franchise in the history of time to never make any kind of adjustment to what they wear or ever give you any kind of alternative. This is their uniform, so it's fine if you're cool with it. You don't want to see an alternative for even a game? You're good. No problem. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Metro Ford. View our inventory online at kcmetroford.com. Up next, we were talking about what the Broncos might do. Well, it turns out they didn't get their first, didn't get their second, but they got their third. We'll discuss that next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, just getting started on a Wednesday. It's Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Short with you. Reminder, coming up at 1230 today, Josh Klingler going to join us, side-on reporter. He was in the locker room. You heard some of his interviews with Sky Moore, Juan Thornhill, and others. He'll, of course, be on the sideline at the Super Bowl. It doesn't get better than that. He was also at Tom Brady's last ever Super Bowl win. Unfortunately, it was against the Chiefs, but he was there. He was 50-yard line. maybe like... What was there, 20,000 there or something? What did yeah, they do for it was the COVID year? So, And it was just like all healthcare workers, mm-hmm. remember? It was and, a very small group of people. And I think he was actually the person holding the phone for Tom Brady's <laughs> retirement announcement, too. <laughs> wow, he was? Did we'll have to the, ask him about it, but it, I think so. People are upset because like, the video, like, it wasn't shot today. Like, well, no kidding. He didn't wake up at 7 a.m. and record the video. Like, obviously Wait, shot. why does it matter when it was shot? You know how people, you know, 
Have it's a deep fake. Deep Mike, fakes, Florio, Mike Florio did a whole Should've thing on live. this morning. Wait, Mike Florio did a whole thing on There's it. There's something on Pro Football Talk. On oh, not being shot this morning? That's yeah. a story? But wait, is, this a yes. cons- is he cons- thinking there's no, a conspiracy? No, like, it's, like it's not like the video was shot today. That's all. Mike Florio has too much time on his hands, it sounds like. Yeah, he tweeted out, or his Twitter, you know, the, he doesn't understand. Mike Florio kind of he kind We've of had him on the show though, before. Right? Not a fan favorite here. We had uh-huh. him on in on the show Radio in Row in Miami right after he basically encouraged the Niners to like basically hit him, you know, hurt him a little bit. Essentially. So you know, remember that like, you know, thing? hit him right when he gets out of bounds, I'm not, you know, like what Osai did. <laughs> I'm not willing to say that. I'm not willing to say that he is in, you know, Michael Lombardi or no, he's not there. or Boomer, Boomer Esiason territory, but he's close. He's getting close. Ooh, wow. Dustin Colquitt. There's a chance, Nick. Mike There's only Florio. three guys in that elite club. There's a chance Mike Florio's on the show next week when we're in. Okay, Radio so that, but that's his. That's a. That's a not cutting time for him. Ooh, wow. He better bring it or he's done. And I'll tell him. I'll say, hey, man, you're never welcome. Should here we again. start the interview? Be like, you're going to write any stories how they should hit Patrick Mahomes late you this week? You should. Huh, Mike? You should. Very tacky way to begin an interview. <laughs> think we how is start that tacky? Ah, tacky. Ah, tacky. Oh, because that's not a word. Well, I know. Oh, but so I, how, tacky. <laughs> how pissed do you think Greg Olson <laughs> too is? Much time how, how, kids. Like, how pissed do you think Greg Olson is today? That Tommy's retiring because, of course. Uh, he's been talking about it for like a week. So yeah. Greg Olson might have the scoop ahead of all of us. He was yeah. essentially talking last week and be like, uh, it'd be stupid if they fired me. Are They're we, also right. Yeah. Greg are Olson's we sure really that he's going to lose his job? Well, they're not going to fire Olson. It's just they would, if anything, they would just demote him to the number two uh, broadcast. How many people watch the Super Bowl? 100 million? Uh, it's more than that now. Yeah, more than that these days. Because it was what fifty-five million for, for the that. AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. How many will they get? Like several million. So ninety-nine. So the uh, the Rams Super Bowl in the United States only. Of course, we know it's worldwide, but the United States only ninety-nine point one eight million was for the Rams Cincinnati one last year. If that was the most watched Super Bowl since 2015. If Greg Olson just like kills it at the Super Bowl, it's going to be really tough for Fox to let him walk away from that number one group. He's really, He's really good. good at the job. Very I don't know good, why yeah. you would be like, you know what? No, we're good. Tom Brady. Because you uh, can say you well, can say like Tom Brady drives audiences, but if you put this guy on the biggest stage possible mm-hmm. and he kills it, it's really tough to justify bringing in another guy for a superficial reason. You know how you justify it? You're paying him $380 million. <laughs> Give him like a TV show or something. Like Greg Olson's probably making like 50 He's making like a seventh. Of that Tom Brady I don't know contract, if he's making that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, I have well, no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just thinking, he's like, just, he's still, quote unquote, yeah, like early yeah. and unproven. Can you imagine if they brought in Brady and that he just sucks? He's just terrible. I will say, at Greg Olson has certainly raised the bar, though. Like the the bar has been set for what you people are expecting. Yeah. I don't think it's impossible. Great, uh, Tom Brady's going to suck. He seems like such a phony when he does media stuff. He doesn't seem like himself. He seems like weird. I think. What do you have against attractive people? I think people? he'll be pretty good, man. I think he'll be pretty. Greg Olson's very attractive. I just said he's great. <laughs> okay, but you okay? Derek Jeter, Jimmy Garoppolo, and now Tom Brady. Okay, three of the most attractive athletes ever, and you hate them. All I said is that Derek Jeter is a Hall of Famer, but he's overrated. All I said about Jimmy Garoppolo is he stinks, which I stand by. Derek and, Jeter stepped up in the postseason. And Tom Brady's man. the single greatest quarterback of all time. I just don't think he'll be good at broadcasting. I'm sorry, you're not going to be the greatest person ever at two things. Yeah, but it, but you, but you realize the common thread there, right? They're all beautiful people, is what. Yeah. Do say. you have anything against Bradley Cooper? Think he's an overrated actor? <laughs> <laughs> the people you mentioned there. Just the first attractive person that came to mind. Bradley Jake Cooper? Gyllenhaal. Is that better? Brad Pitt. I have nothing against those guys. Uh, Gyllenhaal's great in Nightcrawler. Okay. 
Uh, that was probably my favorite role of his. Well, so uh, so Tom Brady's gonna get ahead to the broadcast booth now that he's retired. Uh, Sean Payton's leaving the studio to go back on the sidelines. He's hired by the the Denver Broncos. We talked yesterday on the show how no one wanted it seemed the job. like nobody wanted it. And what I love about this, we can get to the compensation in a second, is Ian Rappaport, who I fully trust in this compared to what Adam Schefter was reporting. He's he says, well, Adam Schefter also covered the Broncos. So I just don't, I just don't buy what Schefter was saying. Anyway, what, I, what I'm getting to is the Rappaport said that the first choice was not Sean Payton. He said that they tried D'Amico Ryans and then they went, to Harbaugh again. Then they went back to D'Amico Ryans. He turned them down for the Texans. Then they finally settled on Sean Payton. He was their third choice. Their third choice that they gave up a first-round pick for. They swapped second and thirds, but they gave up a a first-round pick to the New Orleans Saints for Sean Payton, who, of course, he's an upgrade. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's going to go down as a bottom three head coach of all time in the league. So, no kidding, he's an upgrade. Nobody's arguing that. I think Sean Payton's a very good head coach. But that's a lot of compensation to give up for a team that, still needs multiple things to work right. And it doesn't even matter, honestly, what happens unless somehow, some way, Sean Payton can pull off a miracle and get Russell Wilson to being a, a top-tier quarterback again, which I don't know if anybody can ever do. This uh, is still hilarious to me because, yeah, they, they got probably what is the most accomplished head coach available, right? That's, like, undecided he, or un, uh, undisputable. He's... He's got a Super Bowl. He's got a bunch of wins. You know, he's had success pretty much his entire NFL career. But they now will have committed three first-round picks, three second-round picks, and other and more draft assets to Russell Wilson and Sean Payton in what is the worst situation in the NFL. Like you said, it's not just get, like you said, get Russell Wilson back to the top. It's not just get Russell Wilson back to being like Derek Carr level of good. In order for this to work, Considering the cap numbers you have tied up to him, considering the free agents you have coming up over the next few years, the fact that the defense has been really good for two years in a row, which means it's only got like a year of shelf life left, and how much you're paying everybody, it's like he has to be like a top six or seven quarterback for any of this to matter. They'll be more competitive with Sean Payton, but it never made any sense for them to give up draft assets for a coach when they already didn't have an E. Either they were hesitant on hiring Payton anyway, or it was the compensation. I just remind everybody, he was reportedly the third choice. He wasn't their number one target. That wasn't their number two target. D'Amico Ryans liked the situation with the Houston Texans better than you and Denver. And I don't know if this means that we don't give Mike McCarthy enough credit, or it just tells us that neither one is deserving of it. They're basically, Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy are, are the same guy. Nearly identical. Everybody loves Sean Payton. Everybody rags on McCarthy. So maybe it is if we just need to give Mike McCarthy more credit and he's an easy target. But they basically almost have the exact same record in their career. Just about the same playoff record. In fact, McCarthy has one more win. And they both have the same amount of losing seasons. And they both have one ring. And they both were with future Hall of Famers at one point at quarterback in their career. Drew Brees, of course, with Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy in Green Bay. So is it more credit for McCarthy or is it just that, hey, Bronco fans, you gave up all that for Mike McCarthy? I think that they're not going to want to hear that. Uh, oh, I know they don't. So I have family bunch members of Bronco who grew up Broncos fans, they've been forever. And it's upset. just like, you know what's funny? is that So my dad, I've told this before, my dad grew up a Broncos fan. Um, which means one of my siblings did as well. They've been Broncos fans their whole life. Um, they uh, they didn't want Peyton. <laughs> they didn't want Sean Peyton. For the same reasons we're having this conversation now, that's a lot to give up. 
By the way, we're only short of Kevin James playing Mike <laughs> or playing Mike McCarthy for the one season he was off. Well, Kevin Being James like should have played McCarthy instead there. of Sean Payton. That's for sure. Yeah, that seemed like that a was weird, weird casting. Yeah. It actually seems like a better casting. You're right. The other way around. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but when you look at where they are, it's they're not better. This is a losing job. At least for Sean's Payton case, is he's the only guy that they're paying so much money to that they trust that it'll actually get a little runway to be bad. Any other coach, Gold, who took that job was not going to have runway to be bad. They were going to have the job for two years. Russell Wilson wasn't going to get better. They were going to stink, and then they were going to get fired. And then in addition to that, most of the early reports are is that Sean Payton's guy is probably going to target early is Joel Lombardi because they work together in New Orleans, and they are friends. And now Lombardi's a free, and I don't even like the offense Lombardi ran for Justin Herbert. Now, maybe that's just because he was running it for Justin Herbert. Maybe to work better for a guy like Russell Wilson, who yeah. is kind of more of the prototype of what Drew Brees was in his time in New Orleans. But it just doesn't seem uh, like this is the thing that propels them forward. And it, and honestly, I believe Rappaport's report. I think they legitimately yeah. wanted anyone else. There were like four other guys. They wanted to convince Harbaugh. They wanted to get D'Amico Ryans. I think they're guys they wanted above Sean Payton because they didn't want to give up the assets. And then they panicked and they caved. Yeah, look, I so they're, I think you said they're like, the, the Broncos are better with Sean Payton. There's no yeah. disputing that. But just to what extent? Like, what makes it worth it? Uh, did they have to go and make this move? I think what happened is similar to what happened an offseason ago. They panicked. It's the same. Well, remember, it's the same general manager. Same general manager. Payton is there. Uh, that's not confusing either way, by the way. Sean Payton and like George Payton, they spell their names. Or Pat, they both spell Pat. their names differently. Very confusing. Uh, but anyway, uh, the general manager, they tried to get Rodgers by hiring Nathaniel Hackett last year. Didn't work out. They panicked. They gave up the house to the farm, whatever you want to call it, for yeah. Russell Wilson. Then they turn around and they didn't get their number one coach option. And they did the same thing. I think they panicked and said, well, we got, we got to go with Sean Payton now. And so I think the same thing happened. This is a general manager uh, that was hired because they said, you know what? He's a really good drafter. You have traded all your picks away for the guy. That's a really good drafter anyway. So it's just, it's, 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 it is hilarious and it's enjoyable. Nothing is changing the AFC West. Uh, next season. They just got that first round pick back by trading away their best pass rusher. Then they spend it on a coach gold. They got all this, all these draft picks. And right now what they have was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL last year. The full-time starter. The other guys got benched. The other guys who were worse than Russell Wilson last year got benched. So he was the last remaining. I started most of the games for my team starting the NFL and because he's owed so much money, there's nothing you can even do about it. Again, they're a little bit better. They'll be a little more competitive. Sean Payton's a better yeah, coach. No doubt. A way better coach. It, the gap between him Nathaniel and Hackett, Hackett yeah. is massive. Yeah, we can joke about, like, how high we should put Sean Payton. But the difference between him and Nathaniel Hackett is pretty substantial. But they're still stuck, dude. They're not, they're, like, their problems are not solved. I did have a lot of Bronco fans uh, just in my mentions last night because I was basically tweeting what we've been talking about here. And they're like, well, what did, what did you want us to do once D'Amico Ryan said no? They're like, who else would you have hired? I go, well, Eric uh, Bianami, number one. Uh, Mike Kafka would be my number two choice. And number three would be like Raheem Morris, for example. Now that's a defensive minded head coach. I get the issue there, but like those would be the three guys. I'm dead serious. I would have rather hired Byron Leftwich to be my head coach, even though he fell out of favor because I'm not doing the, like, I'd rather take a shot at the Hackett knowing like I'm not paying off draft picks. I need those at least like, maybe I can get good players, right? Maybe George, you know, like maybe they're uh, George Patton. Maybe like, maybe you can get some good players in the draft. Right. And then that guy is going to get fired in a couple of years. It sucks to hire a coach knowing you're going to fire him. But no offense, aren't the Texans in a better position than the Broncos right now? 
They did considering, that. Well, they are two coaches it's, in a row. They knew they it, were going to fire. Yeah, I mean, if they give D'Amico Ryan's time, I actually really like the hire for the Texans, but you got to give the guy more than a, they, they're in this run where they're firing coaches after one season. D'Amico Ryan's needs to be given ample time there in Houston. But to your point, are they in a better spot? They have better draft capital. They have more cap space, I believe. Better chance of having a better quarterback. The vision isn't Mahomes and Herbert. That division is Trevor Lawrence, whose obviously stock is going up. But then it's Ryan Tannehill and nobody in Indy right now. I mean, so, yeah, it's an easier division for you to, you know, flip it around. Like, if I told you the Texans win the division in three years, you can say, you know, that's not that crazy. Not crazy. No, that seems plausible. If I tell you the Broncos, how good if I think, if I tell you the Broncos are winning the division at any time in the next three or four years, you'd think I'm crazy. So I would laugh at you. Right, as you should. So that's, that's, that's no that, chance of happening. That's where the difference is for me. All right, let's get to Nick's Notable Notes. Gotta write something down. Nick's Notable Notes. All right, guys, don't know if you've heard the news. I didn't catch the first uh, 45 minutes of your show today. Where but oh. uh, an all-time great decides <laughs> to hang him up. Oh. Can you believe it? I can't. Yeah, we did see that news. You did see the news. How do you guys think this affects the quarterback carousel in the NFL? Because when we talked about this over the last, I don't know, month or so, we hadn't really discussed the possibility of Tom Brady retiring, which is silly considering it's one year <laughs> to the date when he stepped away from football. Did you... Honestly, had you guys considered it at all? That you he was really tail into the you season really that he was going to. You weren't listening. You weren't no, lying. No, I wasn't. Uh, no, I did not consider that he wasn't going to play. I thought he was going to play. Yeah, I, I, I did not consider that he wasn't going to play this upcoming Don't season. Don't get mad but, at me for not listening. Um, I'm, uh, I'm training but, one of our up and coming superstar but, uh, producers, Blake. Everybody say hi to Blake. Hello, Blake. Hi, Blake. Uh, but uh, Blake says hi, and that he loves you guys. So. The Raiders were one of the favorites in Vegas to land in Vegas to land him in Vegas. That makes sense. Um, And now we can, of course, wipe that clean. The Niners were going to be an interesting landing spot for Tom Brady. And yeah, I I think that's all off the table because I do believe that Tom Brady's actually retiring. So it does have a trickle down effect. I mean, if you're the Raiders, you should draft someone anyway. But now to me, it ensures that they got to go draft somebody. They're going to have to draft somebody and then they're going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. It's definitely possible. That feels like yeah. the Raiders. Are we still? I brought this up to you guys a couple weeks ago, and you did not like it. But are we still not considering that the Niners may follow a similar, or excuse me, that the Raiders may follow a similar path that the Niners followed in not letting Derek Carr walk because they can't no, get proper kidding. compensation? So we know right now they're not letting him talk with other teams, which is ridiculous. But no, isn't Derek, that kind I, of the first? But Derek Carr's Sign? not, not going to make 40-something million dollars a year for the Raiders next year. No. How much did Jimmy G make with the Niners this season? 20, uh, they restructured 25? It. They restructured it. So Could know. the Raiders not do something similar with why, Carr? If you're Carr, why would you do that? I wouldn't. Why would Jimmy Garoppolo have done it last year, though? He was hurt. Exactly. That was the part that but I guess was a little bit different. Derek Carr is hurt emotionally. That, that's <laughs> that they benched him. But that's kind of permanent. That's the same thing. <laughs> that's also a difference between the two situations. They sometimes those wounds. Say, sometimes those wounds last longer, Cody. The emotional ones. Yeah, exactly. Often. Um, another big transaction that was made yesterday, Sean Payton to the Broncos. Uh-huh. Now, this move does reek of desperation, as you guys have outlined, but the Broncos seem like they're in a position where you have to be desperate, right? If you're looking at your situation with Russell Wilson and saying, this is awful, nothing can fix it, not just Sean Payton, but going back a second and a third time for D'Amico Ryans, going back a second and a third time for Jim Harbaugh. Is that not the route that the Broncos should be taking, which is we can't afford to just go out 
and get a, a plucky young head coaching candidate. We have to go get someone who can fix this massive problem in our organization. They it's an all, overreaction I mean, they, to choosing they, the worst head coaching candidate. They put all their chips forward, as we know, when they traded for Russell Wilson and gave him the extension. So, like, so that was last offseason. Like, all the chips are in the middle of the table. And now what they've done, they've actually borrowed money with a lot of people. Like now they have basically people do that all the time. Basically, they have loan sharks they owe money to now by doubling down and, and trading for Sean Payton and giving up draft compensation. So there is there is a big of debt, if you will, as you could possibly be in right now because of Russell Wilson. That's why Sean Payton's getting hired is because of Russell Wilson, and they're just doubling down and they're hope they're praying that a miracle happens that they get 10 spins in a row of the roulette wheel and it lands on Russell Wilson's number, which is what number seven or whatever the hell he wears. Five. I don't know. Three, that, three. Sure. Same whatever, number. So career, whatever number that is, <laughs> maybe you should change numbers. Actually, maybe that would be you a good idea. Fix it. Whatever, LeBron tried they, that a few they, times Seven in Denver. I don't think anybody wore that number, so it's probably fine. So <laughs> maybe that's what they need. Maybe that's, that's why I was thinking seven. Sure. Exactly. Thank you, Cody. Um, so, that's their problem is they were all in already and now they've just completely double triple quadruple down on it this seems like a dramatic overreaction like you could have still but don't you think but don't you guys think that the problem the, the hole that they find themselves in warrants a strong reaction the idea of like going out and getting some young coordinator in his first try as being a head coach probably you need to hire the big no. guns to fix no, this issue no because the entire career of their current gm is panic and if i were the owner i'd be like cool another panic i'd panic i it would was... be panicking if i were in charge of the broncos <laughs> <laughs> it was but it was all the panic that got him there man he's still running around it's like the building's falling down i don't want a guy who's like no it's cool here we're good but like he was the engineer who built it He's like, you know what? I I, I uh, kind of hot glued these two two by fours together, and I don't know why my house is falling apart. You'd be like, well, I guess I'll put more hot glue on it. So you want like the violinists from the Titanic? Like everybody, <laughs> remain calm. Yes, this is cool. Everything's gonna be fine. Try to find some like calmness in this. Let's Maybe get to the lifeboats right in a nice, calm, orderly <laughs> fashion. What's going on? What? Who has had the more puzzling coaching search? The Broncos. Or the Colts, who we heard a couple of weeks ago. Maybe this is just bad reporting. That was Mike Florio, by the way, who reported that the Colts were down to Jeff Saturday and Eric Bieniemy. Then all of a sudden, the report comes out yesterday that they have now nine finalists for their head coaching search. This goes back to yesterday, though, as well. This goes back to yesterday. Jim Irsay is interviewing 20-plus candidates, and that way he can come back and say, I had the widest search that any other owner had all year, and we settled and found out. Jeff Saturday was the best of the bunch. But like we, I talked to twenty different guys. He continued to stand out time and time Why again. Why does he love Jeff Saturday I, so much? I don't know because he doesn't want to look stupid, and he thinks he's like everyone called him stupid it's prime the first too time. Late. Talk about doubling down again. That's exactly what has be he doing. not understood that? Yes, everybody thinks you're stupid, but doubling down on that stupid decision is not going to then make you smart, unless Jeff Saturday ends up being. An incredible head coach. He's which, a big believer in that math principle of two negatives equal a positive. Can we get, so. can we get playoff odds on the Colts next year? And there's Super Bowl odds, I believe, already out for that. Can I short those odds? No. Is there a way to do that in gambling? Like the housing market? <laughs> You'd like to short Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl 58 odds are already out, and if for some odd reason you want to bet on the Indianapolis uh, Colts, they are 70 to 1. Can I Teams that are worse than them, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Bears, the Cardinals, and the Texans. Can I bet on them to not win the Super Bowl? Uh, there's not a yes-no option on that. And if there was, there would be... What would it be? Like? I, just told you, I just told you it's 70-1 to 1 to win it, so no. 
like ten million to one. You would need to bet like a million probably just to get back. Show fund, couple thousand bucks, a few thousand bucks. Show fund, guys. Show fund. We, we yeah. don't have a million dollars. We need a million heroes. <laughs> we just need to get the entire Kansas City market. We're like, one, like the metro area is what one point seven, just like the actual metro area. We Watch need... them draft like Bryce Young, and he's just an ass whip from day one. And then he becomes the first ever rookie quarterback to make the Super Bowl. I mean, Brock Purdy was very Brock close. Brock Purdy was close. He he was, well, a couple guys have gotten close, but it's still no one's done it. Those are Nick's notable notes. Thanks, Here. guys. Thank you, Nick and Blake. Appreciate it. I feel like Blake did the hard work. There. I de- well, Nick definitely. Just you notice everything got pushed on time. That's because Blake was ready. Hmm. It's funny how that works. Interesting. As text lines read, just in case Nick leaves for Arrowhead Pride after next week, maybe next week could be it. Nick be like, Nick might be saying, you know what? Yeah. Trip to Arizona, then I'm out, guys. Then yeah. I think he might be going to work Get with a nice Pete. little free vacation on the company's dime, That's and then right. I'm out of here. That's Based not a bad strategy for this, you. This immediately feels like an Alex Smith-Patrick Mahomes situation. Like, you're just standing there throwing check down. How smooth what went? He's saying that Blake, years like, from now, is going to say, you know what? Nick did a great job yeah. training me. Oh, you know what? Had you handled that Nick's notable notes? Stop like trying it. to turn Blake and I against each other. <laughs> but you're going to make me defend myself. Blake hasn't done anything yet, okay? <laughs> oh, I think you he know did what, a great though? job there. This is exactly what's the Alex Smith thing. You just did an entire Nick Notable Notes on our first hour of the show. Yeah. You're throwing Alex Smith checkdowns. Mm-hmm. What do you mean checkdowns? Those are checkdowns. We topics. did those topics already. Yeah, but they're so good. They deserve to be hit again. That's what Alex Smith feels about that four-yard slant. I would say like it worked so well. Let's go back to it. <laughs> Let's hit it again. <laughs> uh, we'll get Blake's. My what? cluster's open in the flats. <laughs> Are you uh, already trying to find the alliteration uh-huh, and stuff I'll for to Blake? Decide. I'll, have to, I'll have to get back to that. Blake's, the text line's always really good for yeah, that. Yeah, Blake's. We need the alliteration. Mm. Jed yeah. talks was good. That's very strong. And Jed will be. Uh, both Jed and Blake will be uh, assisting next week while we are in Arizona. Well, the show is going to run really, really smooth now, smoother than normal. <laughs> well, I'm still going to be involved. But I you, will be but there. The, everything's going to be pushed on time. Breaks will be set. Everything's going to be great. Yeah, but I still there's other things I bring to the table, don't you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Why did your voice raise when you said that? No reason. We're just answering your question, man. <laughs> now it raised even more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, we get to the 11 o'clock hour. Is it actually a bad thing to win NFL MVP? I'll explain. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.